Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life. Two Inches Off the Ground, this podcast provides metaphysical solutions for everyday problems. If you are loving what you hear, please give me a five-star review and rating wherever you listen. That would be a big favor because it helps with the algorithm and it helps with people finding this podcast. Thank you so much. Let's move on to the show. This is season two, episode 18, Light Language Healing with Del Sol Etienne. That name, that name is so beautiful. Del Sol Etienne is an intuitive healer, and I asked him to be on this podcast not only for his metaphysical gifts, but for his incredible energy. I've been listening to Del Sol for months in his extremely popular clubhouse room, The Ancient Ones. And when he speaks, his energy is magnetic. And I feel calm and in a state of healing just in his presence. Wait, you guys, wait until you finish this episode. You're going to feel like you're on cloud nine. From a young age, Del Sol knew he was different, especially being raised with religious doctrines that did not resonate with him. And growing up on one of my favorite islands, Dominica in the West Indies, or being born, right? Being born. Yep, being born. He developed his loves of time travel, space travel, and exploring the deep sea. He delved into spiritual groups that guided him to understand his place in the universe, timeline, and dimension. Del Sol's studies provided him with the tools to heal the collective and guide us into this new expansion. Welcome, Del Sol. Wow, thank you. What an intro. It's <laughs> amazing. I know. <laughs> Just laughing, chuckling, but I am truly honored to be on this podcast with you. I've listened to many of your podcasts and I follow you every week and I look forward to every episode that you drop. Um, so it is an honor to be here. Thank you so much. And okay, let's clarify this. You were born on Dominica and you grew up on St. Thomas. I was actually born in St. Thomas. Oh, sorry. My, fam my family is from Dominica. I was I spent four years there on the island, which I have some various memories on there. And then my parents moved, migrated to St. Thomas, and that's where we stayed finally. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I I know the islands because I had just said that I studied abroad at the University of the West Indies or UE in Barbados. So I know a lot of West Indians. So we're super connected in that way. And I want to talk about what happened this morning before we get on to the episode. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> because here's what happened. I'm in the shower and I just start singing, this land is your land, which is something I've never done before. I really don't sing in the shower, but I just start singing it. I get out of the shower. I'm still singing it. And I said to myself, I know somehow this is Del Sol, but I don't know how. And so I bring it up to you. And what do you say, Del Sol? I say that um, I told you that I was every morning I do a mantra, um, but this time I did it in the shower. And when I did it in the shower, it was completely different. I brought in and I grounded in within the land how we are truly connected and we are here a service to Gaia. So everything that we do from here on out is provisionally guided towards the betterment of this land. And we are of the land because we are the curators, as you could say, of what's to come for a future. So we're, it's, it's a healing process that we're doing. So we're all connected to the land. Okay, so I somehow tapped into your energy and that energy. 
<laughs> I'm surprised that you did. Um, actually, I'm not surprised because you're very intuitive as well. And you receive, you're open to messages from highly intuitive individuals when they're vibrating on such a high frequency. You're very receptive to it. I am. And I notice when I get a really highly intuitive guest on this podcast, something will happen the night before, something will happen in my dreams, or something will happen either during the episode or right before I go on. Something always happens. So I'm I'm not surprised. I just, I said, oh my God, this is Del Sol. <laughs> yes, it was me. And I'm, I was actually surprised that you tuned into it because um, when I do the intention, it's not for it's for the collective so you're very receptive to it so i am again honored and thank you for listening absolutely absolutely so let's move on to you you host an extremely popular room on clubhouse called the ancient ones along with our friend michael sebastian he was in the amazing druid episode he did a great job right so tell us a bit about this room and your intention in starting it when i first stumbled on clubhouse it was um it was very extraordinary i didn't know that i was going to be hosting such a club i was guided by my guides and the powers that be that i needed to step forward and be seen come out of the shadows and step into the light so when i was guided to clubhouse i met old friends and it's a smile because it's an energy that is you can't miss it. When I connect with individuals, it is a remembrance that strikes me as like, wow, we've done this before. And here we are again. And I'm thinking to myself like, man, this is going to be one incredible last ride here on this planet. Um, so we, I met with Michael and of course, Fabian, you know. Yeah, I, think I can't. Re- She's coming on later. She's coming on later. Oh, this wow. Fabian, I'm going to get all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, welcome. Um, so we talked about creating a clubhouse and we talked about creating the ancient ones and what it is for. It's a lot of people have a lot of questions and we as leaders will provide a place, a sacred space for everyone to come and gather. And when I say gather, I always envision us sitting or standing in a circle, like in a campfire, where we're all equal and we're assisting each other on this journey of remembrance. So whenever we open this room, we set the sacred space and even the ones who are just coming online, they'll have questions and we would of course have answers for everyone at any point in time in a journey. And it's safe because no questions are wrong questions because we're all on a different path and we all want to learn. What better way to create a room than to have a panel of individuals who have been through the grind and really understand and we can communicate and speak from the heart and guide anyone who has questions coming forward. So that is why we um, created the room. It's kind of like a room for um, best practice and the basic understanding of spirituality, getting back to the basics, the core of who we are and what we are becoming. So the ancient ones are what you're describing as old friends. 
right? That we knew each other. I, I'm going to, you know, time in a spiritual sense is, is not linear. The way we think of it as humans obviously is linear, but it's not. So I'm going to say the past just so people understand, but really uh, time is all one. It's all together. So maybe Del Sol and I, no, we did. We knew each other in quote unquote the past, but that's still happening right now. Even though our energy is focused right here on this podcast in 2022, that's our present. That is correct. When we look at time, we look at it as linearly because that's what we're taught. But we are multidimensional beings and we exist in the past, present and future. But here in this now moment, we can sometimes peer into the depths, into the future, into the past and see different timelines that we've existed, that we have connected on. And that's why I like to say um, when I see when I recognize an energy, I always say, it's good to see you again, old friend. And then that will spark a remembrance within them. And they're like, I know this guy. It's like, yes, I know. It's good to see you again. And then we can catch up from there or we can pick up where we left off. And or sometimes I like to say it's they bring a sort of activation for me and an activation for them in their own remembrance, in my remembrance of my connectivity is like, okay, I'm part of this collective. I'm part of this group. And now I'm remembering that maybe I needed that now, more so now than before, because everything is divinely orchestrated and divinely timed. We're exactly where we need to be at any point in time, whether it's for my purpose or for the purpose of others. And then how does light language come into this or play into this? And would you please first give us a a working definition, Del Sol, of light language? We all come in with our, our soul's voice. When we begin to listen and we begin to experience that heart connection and listen, we get to listen to our inner voice. Not all language is the same. We all have our own individual expression. Before words, there was sound, energy, and vibration frequency. And that's how we have communicated through the past. As you can see the symbols, some right symbols, some draw, um, some dance. And that's all parts of light language. It is our soul's expression of who we are and how we communicate. But the sound and the frequency that comes out, it is coming from the heart and it is coming from our true essence, our soul's essence. And it is the voice of our cosmic inheritance. And that expression never changes. That's the most beautiful definition. I love that. (laughs) That's the best definition. So in the clubhouse room, in the ancient ones, you and, you know, I just thought of something. And before I ask this question is it's kind of cool because you have you, you represent the Americas, right? Cause you're sitting here in Florida. And then we have Michael, who's also one of the heads of the room who's in Europe. And then you have Fabian who's in the Southern hemisphere in Australia. So it's kind of cool that you have all of the world covered it's funny that you say that, you said that. We're everywhere and we are divinely placed exactly where we need to be 
to anchor any type of energy within this grid, within this planet, to enhance or release stagnant energy. And of course, you know that we sometimes have guests on the panel, and they too are in different parts of the world, and they're anchoring their own energies. Um, and when we come together, it's a coherence, a cohesion that allows us to flow and we connect on the deeper level. Yes. And you can feel it when you're in that room, you feel it. So now going back to light language, how does light language come into play? How do you incorporate it in the ancient ones? When I say it's part of who we are, it is a transference of energy. When we channel, when we connect with our divinity, words cannot express the messages that are being conveyed when we are speaking like we are now using the English text. The messages come through and sometimes it's fast. And trying to transcribe a multidimensional concept into a three-dimensional form is very difficult. So that's where the light language comes in. And when we speak and we communicate on that level, sometimes it's uh, in one sentence, there may be five different things that you're receiving from that one paraphrase, from that one dialogue. And it is going within to the cellular memory of who we are. And it's opened up little pockets of information of remembrances or activations, I like to call them. It enhances their inner knowing and the deeper connection. A lot of people like me, and Del Sol, I'm not classifying you under this, but a lot of people have said to me who speak light language that when they speak English or whatever their native tongue is, they can't express themselves well and they feel like they're not expressing themselves and people don't understand them. I have this all the time with my husband. I'm like, how many times did I have to say that? I was clear. And he's like, but you weren't, you made absolutely no sense. So that's how I feel. A lot of the times people will look at me like, what are you talking about? What did you just say? I don't understand. And when I speak in light language, there's no stumbling, there's no hesitation. There's no, when I speak it in the ancient ones rooms in your room, there's no, like you understand what I'm saying. There, there's, there's no questioning about it. And that's what I love about it. I feel so clear. I feel so articulate. It's the same with me. I find it very difficult to speak in front of people. The first time I was speaking on Clubhouse, I was a nervous wreck. Um, <laughs> I, I was sweating profusely and I was just like, wow, this is, this is, I, I'm gotta, I gotta speak. I gotta speak. Even though I can speak to individuals in person, but expressing and being seen for who you truly are is something totally different. It expresses a level of vulnerability. But when I dip into my self-expression and I speak from my heart with my language, it is very easy because I step forward with that authority, that presence, that I am, this is who I am. And I can speak for hours using my light language, my voice. But sometimes I find it difficult to speak for hours in English and have a conversation and we can go back and forth for an eternity because it's more natural for me to speak in my ancient language than it is for me to speak in English. So I completely agree 100% with you. 
Yeah, it is for me as well, as I just said. And it's just, it's nice to have that. It's nice to have that space for the ancient ones, you know, where you can just feel free and you can speak and everyone understands you. And I don't even mean understands you, translates light language, understands you. I mean, just there's no explanation. You know, we're all doing the same things. No one's like, okay, this is weird. I don't know what's going on here. And everyone speaks their own form of light language. I've never heard any two people speak it, maybe a little bit similar, but for the most part, everyone has their own form of it. And we're going to be speaking it later and showing everyone and have a conversation. So uh, that'll be fun. But you once told a story in Clubhouse about how you were watching TV and could understand another language. How is this possible? How does light language activate this potential in us? I'm, I'm smiling and laughing because um, it happens more frequently now Wow. Um, than before it was instances, but now once we open up ourselves to that remembrance, we have the basic underlying form of language context within us. Um, because if you look at all the languages, it's all derived from different sounds and vibrations and frequencies, wherever we are on the planet, those sound and frequencies are etched within our DNA because we have incarnated multiple places on this planet in different areas. And we have those languages embedded within us universally. So once we sit, I can sit, I can drop the veil and allow myself to connect and listen, take my mind out of context and just feel into the words and the vibrations that are coming through. And you can literally understand what's being said in any different language, whether it's Russian, Japanese, or, or whatever, you can tune into that frequency and you can literally understand your body will give you an interpretation of what's being said. I was in a store one time and there were two young ladies, I believe they were from the Middle East, and they were arguing back and forth. And I was just standing there. They were arguing back and forth on a design to put on a shirt. And I stepped in and I was like, it's okay, this one will look good. And they both looked at me and was like, wait, you speak Farsi? I was like, I, wow. could, I could tell you, but that's a long story <laughs> conversation to have. And just, me, just by me saying that, it's acknowledging within me. And I was like, wow, I could really understand if I put my mind to it or let my mind get out of the way and really tune in. But yes, we all have that capability to do that if we allow ourselves communication within. Yeah, you feel that connection if you allow it. So I guess, Del Sol, my question to you, a little off topic, but still on topic, is how do we allow it? I talk about this a lot, that we have to come to a state of allowance where we drop the belief or the preconceived notion of how things should be and just be in a state of being present and being here at all times. When we do that, we open up ourselves to a connection from within. And I like to say the heart space where we can see from a higher perspective and connect with that divine spark within and 
just honor everything around us, the trees, the grass, the water, the sun rising, the way the wind hits you from the back and you listen, the breeze blowing, you'll tune in to the smaller things. You'll hear the birds chirp louder and then you'll hear the meaning behind those chirps. Like little significant things that start to happen and you connect and you feel yourselves differently and you're more open and receptive to information and messages that come through from the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, and, and so on, the fairies, the dragons, and everything else like that. So it opens you up to everything, but we first have to allow ourselves to be open and to be present and expand on that thought. Yes. And for me, allowance, I agree with you. It's that state of absolute presence. And think about being in the shower or walking in the woods and you don't have a thought in your mind and all of a sudden downloads come to you. All of a sudden inspiration comes to you. I remember reading a story of a best-selling author who bought a waterproof phone because all his downloads and all his inspiration, his chapters, his outlines for writing his book would come in the shower. It would only come in the shower only. So he had to buy, buy an expensive waterproof phone so he could, you know, type in all these notes. And that's what it reminds me of. And water is so, as we all know, the listeners know, it's so healing. And that's something I've been missing. Long story short, I was supposed to be at the beach a few months ago and something went wrong and I couldn't go. And I feel myself still missing those waves. You know, my brother lives at the beach so I'll be down there this summer because my dad's going to be down there a lot too. I can't wait to get back to that because I love the trees and I love the forest, but I really think there's something so connecting about the waves. The ocean is magnificent in its own entirety. It calls to us all and it is the oldest living thing on this planet because the water has memories of a time long, long ago and it is waiting for us to connect, to allow us to remember all that we are and our significant place within this planet. So it is, it's calling to you it, like it calls to me. When I enter, I like to give the, <laughs> an imagery of, I always have my cosmic surfboard ready to go. <laughs> Um, because I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride these waves, whether they come. I'm gonna ride these waves, and I'm waiting for this big apex wave to come, and I'm gonna ride it regardless. But it's like that because I'm always ready and open to connect. In the morning, when I drink my first glass of water, I speak to it, and I speak my light language to it to activate that remembrance within that water, and I drink it, and my cells they vibrate and they tingle. It's a tingly feeling that goes all around and in honor of remembrance and activation. So when we return to the ocean, it is doing that exact thing, but on a massive scale. I'm going to do that. I'm going to see, I have my copper water vessel and I'm going to every morning try to speak light language to it. That's really, I never thought of that concept. So now you gave us a good practice. Thank you. Your energy is so infectious. 
and so calming as we can all, you know, we can all hear now. Every time you speak in Clubhouse, a wave of calm washes over me. It's healing. And this is why light language is healing. But I also giggle a lot when you speak in light language. Del Sol will come onto stage in Clubhouse, which uh, I should have, if anyone doesn't know, it's a social audio app and you can't see anyone, but people come onto what's called stage and then they unmute and you can hear them when it's their turn to speak. And Del Sol will speak to either me or the group and I'll just start giggling out of nowhere. I just start giggling and giggling. What is that, Del Sol? (laughs) (laughs) I am known, I am seen as an elder an Mm -hmm. ancient elder and a chief. So sometimes when I speak, it's, um, it's almost like I'm talking, I'm speaking to the younger ones and giving them advice on things and remembrance. So when you see that, I I think sometimes you see yourself as you once was there and it gives you remembrances like, yeah, that used to be me. I remember those. I remember those talks. I remember those speeches. <laughs> I remember those conversations. And like, yeah, they're getting it now. I don't have to get it, type of thing. So it is a learning process. But when about the calmness, you're the second person that said that. I remember I was at a restaurant out in Cocoa Beach, and I was sitting there, my son and myself, and there was two gentlemen that was sitting couple stations across and he was looking at me and I was smiling but calm and then he came over and he posed a question he's like I can't take my eyes off of you you're so he's like you're so calm how do you do it I told him to have a seat and then two hours later (laughs) literally two hours later but is a part of what I've experienced in my my dream time, I like to call it travel, where I've seen great many things. I've seen, I've explored many dimensions and understand my place and my connectivity to a lot of these places. I've seen the brightest stars, but then I've also seen the darkest places as well. And there's a there's a calmness once you experience from one extreme to the other, uh, you remain centered and grounded in the middle because there's an aspect of both of us from both sides, light and dark, that when we walk in the center, we're balanced and we're grounded at all times. So it is that aspect of me that I walk in honor of remembrance in a path of groundedness. So to for me to assist others, I have to remain at that still point, that calmness, and that state of allowance where I can see different things. But ultimately, and I like to say this, that this is a planet of free choice, and all choices must be honored, whether we like it or not, it is up to the individual to choose their own experiences that will enhance their journey as well. So it is that calmness within me. I share this information. 
Yeah. Well, can you pass some of that calmness over to me? <laughs> because that's, that's what I always try to work on for myself because, you know, my goal in life is to be that Buddha on the mountaintop. I'm never going to, I mean, in this lifetime, I'm many lifetimes away from it. And I know I am. And my birthday, I was born on the day of intensity. So I'm always trying to bring it down a little bit. And it was funny, I did this long meditation and was asking source what I need more of in my life. And I just kept getting fun, fun. (laughs) And, you know, so I'm jealous of how calm and still you are, because I'm always trying to work on that for myself. When you lived as long as I have (laughs) and experienced as much as I have through many remembrances that I've had. I've come to realize that the only thing that lasts forever is our our soul's expression. And when you tune into that frequency, you notice the transitory states that we're all in, that we're all learning different things at different time. And what we're here to learn, we can pull on the experiences that we've had mastered in the past, and we can bring them now to assist us in obtaining that calmness. And that is exactly what I did. I pulled on past experiences that I've had to help me ground into this now moment. Like some people like to say, I want to remain tethered to this world and being tethered is not a bad thing. It is a great thing and it keeps us grounded. So I would tell you to pull on the experiences that you've had and those experiences that you have mastered in other lifetimes, pull them and bring them forward so you can achieve that calmness and that center. So having those remembrances, is it you get into that state of allowance? Is it you get into a meditative state and you ask that to come forward for those remembrances? Or how, how would someone do it if they don't know what to do? A power in words and a choice of words is very powerful. One can simply say with pure intent, and everything is with pure intent, because our cells remember everything and all the lives that we have been, it carries with us that knowledge and is waiting for us to call, to communicate and bring those experiences forward. So when you pick up the phone or you dial, you remember within it is you're making a phone call, (laughs) but you're making a Mm -hmm. phone call to yourself. And with pure intent, you utter these words that I give permission to myself to bring forward all that I have mastered and passed. And I bring them forward into this now moment. You can rephrase it in your own language in any words, pull from the experiences that you've had and you can bring them forward. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time but you will integrate those experiences within you and understand that things are only transitory. This is my going to be my new meditative practice. And I, I was writing as you were speaking, cause I love that. Make a phone call to yourself. I, yes. My listeners will love that. Make a phone call to yourself because I'm very connected starseed wise because I do a starseed workshop uh, once a month and I'm connected that way and I do starseed meditation. So I want to try this more ancient ones meditation. So I'll report back. 
I look forward to hearing the report once you make that phone call and you make that connection. <laughs> can you honor me, Del Sol, with having a conversation in light language so the listeners can hear? I'm going to let you start off and then I will we'll speak a little bit. I'll end it. And then I'm going to do a translation of what I think we said. Okay. <sighs> トロトンシニイスクトオルノネヘテエスナナナシニイサネヘトオトントフワテオロポトパパパアラパタパパタタタタオロポトガトブルスキパタパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパパ
wherever I go. I'm at the flea market. I'm at the farmer's market. I'll speak. I'll have messages to individual. And sometimes they'll look at me and they're like, can you translate that? I was like, you'll get that when you're ready mm-hmm. to receive it. And then they'll go back to that moment that they had that conversation. And like, okay, I understand now. I wasn't meant to at that time, but now I'm more open. I received that message and I am adhering to the message that was told for this now moment. So it is a multidimensional. It doesn't have to be now. It could be later in your dream time, two weeks from now, a month from now, but you will discern that message that's coming to you because your cells are grabbing that message and it's like, okay, we're going to hold it until they're ready to hear it. And I have a lot of energy right now moving around <laughs> in my head. I have, it's a lot, it's a lot of energy after we spoke in light language. So I'm like, okay, you got to stay grounded. You got to do this episode. <laughs> you gotta, but I can feel, I can feel it. I can feel it go, whoa, whoa, whoa. So yeah, you may feel that as well. So the theme of this season is vision and leadership. How can we as spiritual leaders, and I'm talking all of us, you, me, the listeners, how can we contribute to the expansion of thought and heart right now so humans can have a brighter future? And I think we touched on it briefly. It starts with the, the allowance where we have to bring ourselves to allowance, a state of allowance and understanding the difference between ego and connection with the divine and being balanced with the divine masculine and divine feminine because we have to accept both parts of us and once we accept both parts of us um our ego has served this purpose but it unfortunately it's not equipped to go further than what we now are encompassing which is the multi-dimensional layers of who we are the ego will always be there the heart space, being vulnerable. That is very, very important because when we are vulnerable, it exposes us to our core, our fears, our deepest fears. And overcoming those fears as a collective, when we overcome our fear, we can assist others in overcoming their fears as well. It's as simple as that. So the cohesiveness that we gather on this journey together part of allowing each other to expand into their own authenticity. I like to say that we are stepping into our own authenticity, our voice, our soul's expression, whether it's writing, whether it's music, whether it's poetry, dancing, creating elaborate artistic expressions, whether it's all that, we're all expressing ourselves and we're all bringing pieces of it to the puzzle. We're not here to do this alone. We all have things that we need to do to bring to this table. And when we gather in a circle, when we activate each other in that circle, the circle will continue to expand. And as more come, there's more remembrances and more people are bringing it to the puzzle. So it'll fit, but we don't have in mind how that puzzle is going to come together. We have to allow that puzzle to divinely come together because once we start orchestrating and we're like, okay, this goes here. No, you don't belong here. You don't be here. We have to honor 
what everyone is bringing to the table at all times. So that's why I say we come to a state of allowance. I honor you, you honor me, and we honor the journey that we're both having because we're both choosing experiences that will further our evolution of ourself and the allowance. I allow you, your journey, you allow me my journey. We'll meet somewhere down in the future, we'll come together and we'll bring the pieces of the puzzle together. This year is a year of collaboration. And like I said, we're not here to do it all alone. We have help of family and friends. As we gather, we all activate each other in that circle. Absolutely. And I love that you brought up vulnerability because it's looked down at in this society when it shouldn't be. Vulnerability then allows for compassion. And that's what we're trying to do. And I like the image of the puzzle, how you kept saying that, because I'm having a frustrating time with this puzzle. Hold on, I'll show it to you. It says, ah. you like that? <laughs> I love that. It says, so it's this puzzle. It's a, it's a thousand pieces, which I've never really done a puzzle. And I decide to go for a thousand pieces. Who does oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Who does that? that? And they all amazing. look, look at this. They all look the same, right? <laughs> so everything looks the same and it's, you're supposed to put it together and it's this woman meditating and it says, let that shit go. Yes. <laughs> I tell, it's funny. Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. It's funny. I tell people a lot. It's like, how do you, I was like, you just need to let that shit go. But how, <laughs> why are you holding on to it? What purpose does it serve? You have this, or they have this image of um, something that's like, I need this. I need this. I need this. So I was like, do you really need that? And then there's some silence in the room and they're like, okay, but is it serving a purpose? Why is it there? Why are you trying to control? Cause we as human beings, we want to control everything. Yep. We want to control the land. We want to control the air. We want to control the sea. We want to control this. We want to control that. But really and truly, the only control we have is over us, how we react to certain situations. And it brings us back to the allowance. It's like, okay, you're in a situation, you're reacting, but are you really in control of that, the situation, or are you just an observer of the situation and how you're reacting? You may not like what's going on in the situation, but you can accept it you have to accept it and let that shit go because <laughs> it's it's not for you and maybe maybe not for you you're like you know what this has happened i'm gonna let that shit go i'm gonna let it ride and um what's done is done man i'm gonna rename this episode let that shit go <laughs> let this shit go just let it go <laughs> i may do it so with light language being healing, and it really is, and I hope that people understood that message today, that it heals you because the words not only heal you, but it brings you into community, which is also healing. In saying all this, I'm going to ask you two things. One thing is a surprise. <laughs> the first thing is I'm going to ask you for your last words. The second thing is, would you do a small light language blessing for my listeners? Absolutely. As we continue to embark on who we are becoming, we're all being activated for different purposes. And the vision of everyone observing each other, we all bring different gifts and specialties to the table. And each one is honored in its own 
remembrance. Atu un tehetesh oto tere nehe yawato un nenehe et an tatahasha shanena aisi i u utuhush shirekais itan turuhute neto or tun shi shit uta tehetan tehe koto otosh shatan tiri i ate. Honor yourselves by honoring the process that you're going through. The vulnerability that we're all experiencing is shedding away all that we no longer are. And we are stepping into our totality. We are all here guided and supported by each other, by our ancestors, and by the divine within us all. Thank you for answering the call and gathering in a circle like we always do. Thank you. The energy right now. Oh my gosh. This audio better not get screwed up because the energy is so crazy. My head, I feel like I'm high. I feel like I, I had about seven edibles and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. but uh, okay, I'm taking it down. I'm grounding it. I just want to add one last thing that was a beautiful closing, but I do want to add one last thing just because I meant to say it before Del Sol. When light language is translated, it is not translated word for word. We are getting the gist of what we're saying. Is that, I just want you to confirm that. That is correct. Like I said, it's a multi-layered communication that everything is flowed through and it is to be received by the heart and the cellular memories within us all. So when we're translating, we're only translating a portion of it. The rest filters through our heart and activates that remembrance within us all. So I'm telling the listeners that because if they're listening, they're like, I didn't get that translation. It's not about that. It's about what you felt in your heart and your soul. And it may just be a feeling because all of us have different abilities. Like Del Sol just said, someone may be clairsentient. So you feel things. You may have seen images when he was speaking light language. So you may see things, you know, it, you may taste things. We have people, I forget what you call it, it's Claire something where you taste it, but people have that ability. There are different abilities to all this. So whatever that you felt during the light language blessing is correct. That is correct. It always takes us to exactly where we need to go at any point in time. So I like to say, just close your eyes and allow yourself to feel into the energy, take your mind out of the equation and allow your heart to guide you. Become vulnerable to a point where you just let go of things and just be and float away. You can find Del Sol on his soulful Instagram at Solaris underscore Trinity. 
Take a look at his soulful website, which I love the name. It's intuitive-soul, S-O-L.com, where he offers services such as chakra balancing, grounding, hello, who doesn't need grounding? And this one, I have to have an explanation for because I love the name, a heart coherence activation. Okay, tell me what that is, Dussel. It's kind of like the lot. This it is like the finality of when we drop into the core and we become vulnerable. We drop into the heart space, and when you connect to the heart space, you can expand that heart space and allow the energy to flow from within. Because we have the heart chakra. When you expand it. It encompasses everything. It is the core of who we are. Everything flows from within. So when you connect and you dissolve those barriers and those blocks within there, something amazing happens. That divine connection flows and your entire chakra system gets re-energized. Your kundalini energy comes back up and it shoots right back up. And it's like popping your crown chakra like a bottle cap. And all the massive amounts of energy, you're like, whoa, what's going on? It's that activation and all the energy that you're receiving, it's that remembrance and your connectivity to the divine and your totality of who we are energetically. Yes. And it's incredible for, as you said, removing blockages and manifesting because I am working on removing blockages. And once I've been doing that, I've been manifesting so much better and so much faster and clearer. So definitely look into that. Everything will be in the show notes. So if you want Del Sol's information, you know I always put it in the show notes very clearly. And you can also find Del Sol in his amazing clubhouse club called The Ancient Ones, who I do want to give a nod to, you know, this is you, this is Michael, this is Fabian, and we can't forget about Daphne because she's in there yes. a lot, which I'm, I'm trying to get Daphne on this too. I just have to research her more. So I'm, I'm pulling you in Daphne as well. So I'm going to get all of you because <laughs> you're all amazing. But anyway, the, the clubhouse room is called the ancient ones. You go on clubhouse, you search for the room, and then they'll tell you the schedule. Is there anything else you would like to add Del Sol? Anything you're promoting, any <laughs> workshops, any services? I'm going to be adding some courses that I'm working on myself and Fabian. Um, there's going to be some collaboration with the music with Daphne as well. And uh, Oh, that's so cool. Yes. When's, so when's that, that? Is that coming in the future? Because I'd love yes. to know that one. Okay. That will be coming in the future. And Fabian um, too. Fabian's amazing, by the way. I got a, a inner child healing from her, but I'm going to let her talk about it on her episode. Yes. Um, she is amazing. So there's going to be collaborations coming forward with courses that we will be offering. Like I said, we're not here to do it all by ourselves. I'm so excited. Until next time. Live your life two inches off the ground. Thank you so much, Del Sol. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs>